What's up, everyone? I'm John, and this is Mike. What's up? We're so thankful that you're here hanging out with us and listening to our podcast as we are two schmoes, and we believe that no matter who you are, we believe that you can make a difference in someone's life. So, Mike, last week we talked about Enneagrams and personality traits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was a riveting conversation. I've had a couple of people ask me, are you really a six or are you an eight? And they kind of are pushing back on me saying, oh, no, you're for sure a eight. Is that right? You've had a couple of people ask yeah. you about Oh, yeah. I've One, first and foremost, I'm flabbergasted that people are listening to us talk. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's incredible. My wife doesn't even listen to us. Hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe someday she will start. Maybe we'll, <laughs> we'll have to be really big. For we'll that have to be really big for that to happen. <laughs> I get it. You know, have a, a couple of thousand followers and all that stuff. Right. Um, and then secondly, that you know they listen to the whole podcast and all that stuff. And so I was like, wow, that's awesome. Like, hey, people are listening. I mean, at least one person. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, also, on that note, my mom is listening to our podcast. So, <laughs> mom, thanks for listening. We appreciate yeah, thanks. it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, all right, Mike. Um, so, let's kind of keep on going. Um, stop talking about our three followers here. Yeah. Uh, you, myself, and my mom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh um, so, last week we talked about, um, or we ended uh, the conversation of uh, coming into kind of letting our guard down and being kind of vulnerable, I think with people. Yeah. Um, so what does, uh, I guess I'll ask this, I'll start with this question. Yeah. Are you vulnerable with everybody? Uh, since you are a seven and kind of the life of the party type of person. Yeah. Some people think that sevens will just kind of, you know, chit chat to everybody and tell them everything. Yeah, so so I would say the answer to that question is yes and no, right? Like there's probably two levels of vulnerability, maybe okay. even three. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I love to talk. I love to talk with people. I probably overshare uh, details of my life and stories about, you know, my past and dreams I have for the future. I probably share more of that than I should with a person that I've met 10 minutes ago. Uh, but for me, I, you know, I just, that's how I relate to people when they share their story. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like I totally, I relate, you know, I get it. Like, cool. We're, we're similar or we're like-minded or, you know, whatever. So, so I like to share, you know, who I am and what's been in my background or where I think I'm going, uh, just as a, like a launching point into a relationship of having that connection. Sure. Right. And, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, I probably overshare uh, and, and uh, am vulnerable uh, a little too quick in some ways. Wow. Okay. But I don't share it all. Right. Like it's not like it's an open book and you can just read the whole thing. It's like, I'm going to give you a couple chapters of that book, but there needs to be some trust there. There needs to be a, sure. a friendship uh, or a relationship that has some depth to it. Um and I mean, then there's that there's that third level I would say of vulnerability. Uh, if you if you think of those as like the first two, mm-hmm. that that third level is really just like with with family, like my wife, sure. uh, probably my parents are probably in there. You know, the willingness to share sure uh, the struggles or or things I'm really like 
man, I don't know. I got this decision and like, you know, I don't know what to do with it kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. Okay. So, so, so yes and no. So yes and no. So that's a really clear, that's a clear answer, man. We don't, we love those clear answers. Yeah. There's that. I mean, I'm being yes, vulnerable, but here. not, yes, we do, but not really. So and I don't think we want to generalize and, and just say like, everybody's the same, you know, that's me. For that's sure. How I, that's how oh, I yeah. operate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, I as well, I'm not sure on sometimes who to open up to and who not to. Sometimes mm -hmm. I regret it. Sometimes I uh, regret not opening up really to some people, you yeah. know, thinking that they're wanting a deeper conversation or a relationship, which, you know, is a real tricky, I think it's a real tricky uh, line to kind of balance on. Um, you know, with life, because again, you know, you don't want to scare people away and be like, wow, that guy is like, he has some really crazy, weird thoughts, you know? And then right. all of a sudden he's a, you know, oh, he's a Christian or, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know, you know, just yeah. something, you know, off the wall. And so it's, you know, definitely a not easy task to kind of balance, I think. Um, but I think that, that, uh, being willing to be vulnerable, I, th I don't think that without being vulnerable, you can have a real deep relationship, you know? And I think that that's where you're able to uh, really impact somebody's life. You yeah. know, I, I, I can't impact someone that I only talk to once a month or maybe even like once a week. Um, and if I don't, you know, open up to them or allow myself to be vulnerable, then there's no openness. There's no connection. There's no deeper than, Hey, how's it going? You know, kind of a thing. Well, I, I do think there, there has to be an element of trust. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, I'm thinking about a buddy. I just, I actually, I talked to him yesterday. We, uh, we FaceTime for like an hour yesterday. Cool. Uh -huh. I haven't talked to him in a couple of years. Uh, he's out in California, you know, I'm here in Wisconsin and, uh, we moved out of California at this point, like almost eight years ago. Wow. Uh, now, you know, we keep in touch, we text and we sure. we're on Facebook and stuff like that, but uh, we haven't actually like had a conversation, but you know, he, he's going through something or working through something right now. And, um, and we have that, that history of trust, you know? And so he felt like, Hey, he could call me up and we could awesome. have a conversation and uh, and you know give him some advice or give him some things to to help navigate the situation that he's in sure. uh -huh. and um and it's just like it's picking up right where we left off in a way right cool. like there's uh -huh. there's that history of trust i'll say mm -hmm. uh it does it didn't really seem to matter that we haven't talked uh like face to face or over the phone or anything and mm -hmm. but it's probably been a year very yeah, honestly sure. since we had like a, a honest conversation uh, -huh. uh so to me, like, I think trust is the key rather than like frequency, you know? Okay, um, sure. So yeah. if, if, if you and I don't talk to each other, you know, for a couple of years, uh, but we had a, a history of trust and, and I know like, man, I need somebody that I can just trust right now to give me their honest opinion. Sure. Uh, yeah, sure. We could pick up right where we left off. Yeah, I was. Um, I don't think that's a problem. Yeah, my wife and I were actually talking about that last night um, of what it looks like to have a relationship and 
you know, time span between the conversations, mm -hmm. you know, and you know, you have some new friends and, or I think we call it, we categorize them kind of as um, current and old friends. Okay. Sounds like this guy was a old friend that now kind of turned because of that connection into a current friend, at least for the time being. Which, you know, it's not a negative thing. It just is someone that you don't talk to often. And not saying that, that, that you know, the history and everything doesn't matter. But, um, you know, uh, you just, uh, it's not super current, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I don't disagree with, like, mm -hmm. your, your labeling of people as current or old friends. Uh, I don't know that I would categorize relationships that way. I think... In my mind, I, I tend to say uh, I have I have like these people are good friends, you know, like they're people I know I can go to and and I can count on them to be honest with me, to give me feedback, to give me wisdom or direction in life. Uh, and that list, I don't I don't know that it ever gets smaller. Uh, it it maybe grows, but. It, it's hard to get on that list, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's not a list that has, you know, like 7,500 people. On. It's, it's a list of like 10, 10 people. And those people span uh, all the way back to like for a couple guys that I, I knew in high school, you know, we get together still once a year. Sure. I, uh, and, I, and I'd say they're good friends, even though we don't maybe see each other physically sure. or over the uh -huh. phone. But I know those guys got my back. Sure. Would any of these friends from high school be one of the guys that your dad tackled? <laughs> uh, no, no. That's very unfortunate. Because uh, that would be a, a, what a great way to you know start a relationship. Yeah. Right. Like, you know. No, that's uh, that's not one of my buddies these days. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> so um, uh, again, you know, being vulnerable, like man, it's. Um, I think it's sometimes really hard, I'll, I'll be honest, to be vulnerable. Um, maybe having a, I'm still figuring out my, you know, my Enneagram type apparently, but, yeah. you know, having inklings of being innate, I want to, you know, kind of put up my guard in my defense and say, well, you haven't, you know, proven yourself, you mm -hmm. know, to be a friend of mine and to be vulnerable with. And so, you know, uh, I had a conversation with someone and they really defined our relationship oh okay from what i thought and it was a miscommunication and then you know they asked me how i was doing and i said fine it was yeah. very straight yeah. very blunt to the point they're like oh okay i'm like <laughs> i mean we're not really friends you know right. you know they're like yeah i thought we were so mm. again you know started that I, a different conversation about oh so, well, how so much are you are you putting something out there that they thought that, or are they assuming some things that, that weren't true? Like, where's that? How did, well, how did that come? Well, that came about, um, uh, we had a conversation, kind of a, um, I don't know if you were a part of this when we were younger, but when I was younger, we'd have DTRs. Do you know what a DTR is? Yeah, those were usually with like a, uh, a boyfriend or a girlfriend, right? Like a yeah, yeah. friend. Right. But you can still determine the relationship. Right. Right. Yes. It was generally speaking with significant others. However, I think you can still have a DTR, not 
label it and be weird about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. And so we had a DTR and, you know, they said, oh, we're not really friends. So that kind of, you know, oh, okay. I mean, I'm sad, but that helps me understand what kind of intimacy or vulnerability, if mm-hmm. I may be so brave to say, um, to, you know, be vulnerable with this person. And so I, I didn't think I needed to be vulnerable since they determined the relationship kind of for us, Yeah, you know, which was fine. That's what they wanted to do. That's fine. And then come to find out that they were not so abruptly uh, separating our relationship, our friendship. And I was very confused by it. So then we had another conversation and saying, what are we doing here? You know, what, what do you mean we're friends, you know? And so it was, to me, I understood it as in, okay, we're closed off kind of a thing. And I'm a very, I mean, as you know, and most people that know me, I'm pretty open, pretty happy-go-lucky kind of a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I'll be friends with, really with anybody. You know, if I could, honestly, if I could sit around and get paid for this or talking to people, I think I'd be happy all, you know, pretty happy all day because I'm a, you know, I love to talk to people. And, you know, connect with people and everything like that. But um, they, you know, decided to, you know, determine that relationship. And in doing so, I kind of just closed myself off from them. And, you know, it's tricky for me to be able to say, well, I've been hurt by, you know, people. And trying to find that balance of what it looks like to be, you know, really be vulnerable. Because, you know, uh, if you're not vulnerable with people, then you're not close with people. And then you can't really have a deep relationship you can't you know um i think you're missing out on a huge part of life if you're not vulnerable yeah so uh what what i have seen and experienced more often than not is that guys struggle with this more than than gals the vulnerability thing okay and and you know being open uh, have you not, have you not experienced that? I have experienced this. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So you, you get what I'm saying. And I, I think that I actually struggle because I'm actually not, uh, the atypical kind of guy like that. I'm pretty open and, you know, open to express my feelings and my feelings are, you know, I wear my heart on my sleeve as they say. Right. Right. So, so for guys like you and me that are maybe, you know, willing to dive in both feet, you know, willing to belly flop or whatever. Uh, It might be, it's, it's weird, right? It's not normal maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, So for the majority of guys, it seems like there's, there's like a barrier that has to be broken down uh, to get to that level of like realness, I'll say, Mm -hmm. uh, or that authenticity, authenticity. Uh, And, and so, you know, it's kind of a joke during these, uh, social distancing times that we live in uh, to see like, you know, guys say like, Hey, want to come over and, and stand around in a circle six feet apart and drink a beer out in my driveway or something sure. like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but that's Cut me in. If anyone's out there wants to do that, <laughs> you just send me a dress. I'll bring the beer. <laughs> there you go. You heard it here folks. Uh, but, but that's like, guys don't know how to be vulnerable. And, and what I think what they fall into this pattern of is, well, if I have a beer in my hand or if I have, you know, like sports sure. on the TV or if I have something on the grill, like if I'm doing something else, mm-hmm. 
it it allows me to focus on on that aspect of our relationship, right? Yeah. Rather than like actually having to be friends and know what's going on in somebody's life. So, uh, you know, you're, you get together and you're grilling and it's like, Oh, you like to smoke, uh, or charcoal or gas, you know, or like, yeah, what kind absolutely. Of grill, you know, that's what the conversation is. I'm a natural gas griller guy. <laughs> uh, you know, you're standing around drinking beer and, and then all of a sudden it's, Oh, you like Bud Light. That's just like, you know, yellow water. <laughs> and you know, you get these, all these, that's what the conversation is about. You know, I used to uh, get together with some guys uh, a few years ago. We had a group, we called it Sigs and Suds and we'd meet like once a month and just try out different cigars and, and, mm. uh, and beers. And I thought, you know, because my buddy was putting it together and having all kinds of different guys over, I thought there would be good conversation, get to know some guys and sure. and make some new friends. Really all it was is let's talk about cigars and the different beers. And I was like, I'm not interested in that. You know, oh, just, sure. Mm-hmm. That wasn't, that wasn't for me, but I think that's the default for guys a lot of times. Sure. Is, yeah, let's, absolutely. Let's so, find something so like at, that. So being a guy, how, what do you think about that? And how do you think that we can maybe change that uh, conversation and to be open and honest and vulnerable? I think you got to lead by example. I mean, that's the way that I think, you know, is, is best in life in almost all situations. Sure. Uh, and, and so if you're, if you're wanting somebody to be vulnerable with you, you probably have to, to be a little bit vulnerable yourself. Uh, I think there has to be some follow-up. There has to be, you know, whatever it is. Uh, so if you, if you hang out with a couple guys uh, and you have a good time, like, maybe vulnerability is texting them a day later and be like, dude, that was fun. Like we should do that again. Like even sure. just that simple thing of like, mm-hmm. Hey, let's do it again. You know, I, I sent a buddy of mine a, a birthday message today and I said, Hey, Jerry, happy birthday, man. Uh, be awesome. If we could hang out, maybe even get out on the golf course sometime soon. Um, and Jerry's an old neighbor of mine, really good guy. Uh, we haven't hung out much, but every time we do hang out, it's fun, you know, but, but just simple things like that, like saying like, Hey, I, I'd love to be able to hang out with you a little bit. That's, I think being vulnerable in a way, sure. Uh, rather than just saying like, Hey, you know, happy birthday. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It, it, Absolutely. Adding that little bit extra and that's leading by example. And it's opening up the conversation uh, to, to be something more than just the standard. Let's talk about food, grills, beers, ladies, sports, whatever it might be. Sure. So Mike, as you're talking about being uh, vulnerable and what that looks like, and really, I think taking that next step into uh, being open and being real with people um, in in light of things that are kind of, um, I want to say just happening recently, but unfortunately Mm -hmm. I think it's happening, um, it's been happening for years and years and years that, you know, sometimes gets swept swept under the rug that I think that um, I don't think that myself or maybe, I don't know if you think you are, but maybe to be able to have a conversation about what racism looks like. So I know it's like, you know, it's a big conversation Uh, to me. I'll I'll be honest and I'll be vulnerable for a minute. I get a little, um, uh, maybe scared. I'm not sure if scared's the right word or whatever, but I'm like, man, I get like 
I, I get frustrated, you know, just like, man, there's gotta be a pro, you know, we gotta be able to solve this. It's a problem that I think is very solvable. And I think that maybe, maybe shifting our gears a tad bit um, to where it's just you and I, maybe opening up the conversation with maybe someone that, you know, a person of color to be able to come on the podcast and, you know, talk to all four of our listeners. What do you think about that? <laughs> I think that'd be great. Cause, cause I very honestly don't feel qualified uh, to talk about the, the topic. Uh, I feel qualified to listen and to learn yep. um, and to understand how I can help uh, play a part in seeing racism go away. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, yeah, having a guest on uh, to share their perspective, their experience and, and to share what they hope for. And, you know, there's nothing better than, than helping somebody's dream uh, become a reality. Yeah. And, and so if, if we can, if we can help uh, even just give voice to that dream of what Absolutely. it would look like yeah. and, and, mm -hmm. and to put some, some uh, potential momentum behind that, whatever that looks like sure. with four listeners, you know? Yeah. Right. Uh, that's what I'm all about. Yeah. Cool. So I think that's a great idea. So we'll, um, we'll have a guest, uh, a guest podcaster, I, I guess I was going to say speaker, a guester. I don't know, whatever. Um, we'll have a conversation. We'll have a, a conversation next week uh, about racism and some of the things that maybe we can, uh, man, hopefully put into practice and to do to help really change people's lives. And so, I mean, since that's what we're all about here at Two Schmoes to, you know, um, make a difference in someone's life. Um, so we'll do that next week and hope you guys uh, tune in and we'll talk to you then. See you later. See ya.